Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. Um, I'm recording on Friday night um, before the Tech-Oklahoma State game. We're going to come back tomorrow with a Tech-Oklahoma State recap. Um, sorry that I didn't record last week. I told you two weeks ago I, wouldn't, uh, I was going to be out of town, and I was. I was in Fredericksburg for a family wedding, and really great time. Um, Fredericksburg is a really fun place to visit. It was at the beginning of October fest for them. Um, got to have some good German food. Uh, stayed at a really nice uh, cabin um, resort area and uh, just really, really fantastic um, accommodations. So that the Country Inn Cottages at Fredericksburg, if you are ever have an opportunity to stay there uh, or have an event there, really good and they're not even paying me for this advertisement so <laughs> but and I got to see you know my great aunt uh, shout out to shout out to Aunt Ann and uh, just yeah good got to see my mom as well so it's just really overall a really good visit and you know it was a good 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 uh good weekend to get away for a few days and and visit with family so um but the show went on with without us uh, tech Played Kansas State last week. Um, they ended up losing the game. Um, not surprised by the loss. Um, if you go back and listen to my preseason predictions, I was pretty clear that I thought Tech probably wouldn't beat uh, Kansas State. Um, you know, two weeks ago, I really overhyped Kansas State, and then they end up laying a big egg against uh, Tulane. But then the next week, they come back and beat Oklahoma which at the time seemed like, oh, that's a big victory. Uh, now after what happened last week, which we'll get to, who knows. But, you know, I, I do think Kansas State is a very good team. I think they're going to certainly have a, a pretty legitimate shot to make it to the Big 12 championship game, um, depending on uh, how else everything else bears out. You know, Adrian Martinez, I think, is a really good fit um, for their for the offense that they're trying to run. Um, he's probably relieved to be in a – in a program that's not named Nebraska, which that's kind of wild to say. Um, you know, we certainly wouldn't have expected that several years ago. But, um, yeah, it, 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 was, uh, it was another frustrating loss with, uh, with um, um, everything going on uh, against Kansas State. You know, they had their opportunities again to get this win, and – you know, um, offense struggled again. Um, you know, Adrian Martinez is as advertised. I, I really, I know the defense gave up, you know, 37 points, but I, I still don't, you know, I don't really blame the defense as much as, as I think the offense kind of put them again in bad positions. And I think that's been an unfortunate pattern uh, that's happened here in the early part of the season is, you know, the defense, when they're put in good field position, they perform and they, they shut down. Um, but, you know, they've unfortunately, because of turnovers and, you know, bad special teams play, they end up in a situation where, um, you know, their backs are already against the wall at first at 10. And I think that's that's where you've seen the struggles. You know, offense, I mean, it's 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 been the same issues we've seen all season with the offense, you know, offensive lines weak, you know, Donovan Smith is inconsistent. Um, 
you know, he, he, you know, he can play a heck of a game against Texas, you know, has heck of a play against Houston to win the game, but then, you know, he makes, he, he makes some poor decisions that result in turnovers. I just, I just think he's, you know, he's, he's just very inconsistent at times. And I think, I think what's been made clear is probably, um, when Tyler Shuck is healthy, he will be the starter. And, you know, um, I I want to be clear that I'm not tr- taking shots at Donovan Smith. He, is, he has played great football for a lot of his career here at Tech. I mean, he's he's won some games. I mean, Mississippi State, Iowa State, Texas, Houston, he's won, he's won some pretty important games. I, I just think the consistency is not there yet. And I, I just ultimately think that Tyler Shuck is probably the better fit right now for this offense to be successful. I still think, you know, there's other other pieces that you and, and you're not going to fix them this season. And, you know, I don't want to harp again on the offensive line because, uh, you know, I get complaints from fans that all, all I do is harp on the offensive line. But. You know, I think that's that's still a glaring issue, and that's just going to be something that you're going to have to fix through the recruiting process, which you know I think certainly Joey McGuire is is doing. You know, based on uh, who they've signed in in uh, these these classes that are coming up. So, um, but yeah, I I think I think uh, it'll be interesting. I I'm really intri- intrigued to see you know uh, it, when Tyler Shuck comes back because you know he's still a big unknown in many ways just because. Um, he hasn't had a lot of playing time um, since he's been at Texas Tech, but you know, I think probably uh, I really think um, the the big X factor for for Shuck is he is a little bit better at playing mistake free football. Um, he's not as as much of an explosive playmaker as Donovan Smith has been. But I, I think if you cut down on the mistakes, you know, you have a defense that's good enough to keep you in games, even when your offense struggles. And I think we've seen that. So uh, coming up with uh, coming up this weekend, they've got Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Um, Oklahoma State's been very impressive. You know, they had a, a really impressive victory against Baylor last Saturday. Um, you know, I said at the beginning of the year, um, you know, Oklahoma State was my pick to win the Big 12 championship. I, I don't see anything right now to change my mind on that. And so I, it's going to be a tough go tomorrow um, in Stillwater. You know, so I, I personally think it's probably going to be a loss tomorrow. So, you know, tech fans, I mean, we saw a little bit of the, uh, you know, idiocy on Twitter last week. Um, yeah, there was one idiot fan that was like, I hope Donovan Smith gets hurt so Baron Morton gets start. Idiot. And then he blocked me on Twitter when I told him that was a bad take. So, I mean, moron idiot, um, you know. And by, and by the way, just to respond to that, you know, the, I, don't, I don't think the best – strategy is to put Baron Morton in at this point because the the reality is Baron more Baron more Baron Morton is is greener um than Donovan Smith right now you know he he's pretty inexperienced himself and I you know yeah let's start him on the road in Stillwater for his first start I just I think at this point you know Donovan Smith is your best chance to win tomorrow I mean you're not gonna have Tyler Shuck um but you're 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 just gonna have to understand you're gonna have some inconsistency with him, and 
you know, you're going to have the good Donovan that can rip off some really explosive plays and, you know, score touchdowns, but you're going to have to take the bad Donovan with it that um, has a tendency to turn the ball over. So hopefully good Donovan wins out like he did against Texas, um, like he did against Iowa State, Mississippi State last year. So we'll see. And, you know, again, and I'm, I'm trying not to be, uh, you know, please don't take my words as being overly critical towards Donovan Smith because the reality is you don't win the Texas game without him. You certainly don't win the Houston game without him. You don't win uh, last year the Liberty Bowl without him, and you don't even go to a bowl game because you don't beat Iowa State without him. And so um, he's he's had a lot of gr- uh, quality wins. It's just I think realistically um, he he hasn't proven himself to be be able to take the job fully away from Tyler Shuck. And so I think you're I think you're you know at, after the bye week I think you will see Tyler Shuck. Um, back as the starter so um, things that I'm watching tomorrow uh, I'm definitely gonna be watching how how this offense plays again I think you're at a point now it's not an offensive and that's another thing you know everyone wants to you know rip on Zach Kitley you know I I, offensive play calling only goes so far Um, you know you you have you have some uh, gap issues talent issues in on the offense and you know we've talked about it um, I think what what I'd like to see is what I what what we what we've seen from Tim DeRuiter with the defense. You know, defense has some gaps too on t- uh, talent, but you know, Tim DeRuiter, and this is something that he's known to be good at doing at other stops uh, that he's has been at, is he tends to adapt his defense to the personnel that he has. And, you know, I think Zach Kitley's trying to do that a little bit more. I, th- I saw a lot of that uh, against Texas. I think they tried to do it from, from what I saw. And, and, you know, full disclosure, I didn't watch the Kansas State game. I saw highlights. I think they tried to do that. But, again, you, had, you just had too many turnovers, things like that. Um, but I think you're going to have to uh, adapt your offensive uh, play calling. And, and, you know, again, I, I'm talking to the choir. I know – Kitley probably knows this already. So, you know, Joe Schmo, Chris Carpenter, does. I'm not coming out on here they get saying I know more than the coaches because I, I certainly don't. But I think that's what you're going to have to do. And and I think they're trying that. It's just, you know, you, you've got some major issues on, on offense. And, you know, we've hammered it home. And I'm not going to hammer it home anymore. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, I, I, I don't think Tech gets the doors blown off of them. Um, you know, one thing we saw last week against Kansas State, you know, Kansas State early on jumped out to a 13-0 lead, and Tech battled back. And I think that's that's already become a staple of the Joey McGuire era, that this team does not give up. They battle back. I, I hate that they have to battle back. You know, you can't spot a team 13 points and expect to come back and win, you know. So, you know, they're going to have to – they're going to have to show up and play strong early on. I just, I just think Oklahoma State's going to be too much for them. Um, but again, you know, you're, you know, worst case scenario, you're going into the bye week at three and three. I had predicted they they were going to be going into the bye week at two and four. Our tech fans going to be pushing the panic button. It's still at three and three, absolutely, because that's what they do. But I, I still think the second half of the season, 
you're gonna have some games that you're you're gonna that are gonna be more favorable for you to win. And I, I still think six and six is a very realistic chance for this Texas Tech football team. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the Big Twelve just um, overall, and then we'll we'll kind of jump into some NFL talk. Um, I don't know what's going on with Oklahoma, but disaster. <laughs> I mean. They got the doors blown off of them against TCU, and that was they were they were getting their butts kicked even before they lost their quarterback. So I don't know what all that means. Is TCU better than we thought they were? Because I was really low on TCU in the preseason. Um, or is Oklahoma really bad? I don't know, but it sets up a really interesting Red River shootout tomorrow. You know, Texas, they whipped up on West Virginia, um, which, that I mean, West Virginia is the worst team in the Big 12. And good news, Tech, after the bye week, you get them. That's one of those winnable games, I think. Um, but, you know, Texas has their struggles. Oklahoma lo- has looked horrible the last two weeks. Something's going to give. I'm leaning towards Oklahoma winning that game. I kind of hope that happens, too, because I want – Texas to be brought down a couple notches. Um, It's always fun when they're brought down notches. Um, But that's kind of what I see happen. And let's talk about what's going to be the Big 12 game of the week. College game days there. In Lawrence, Kansas. Kansas at uh, TCU at Kansas. Who would have thought these two teams would be undefeated when they met on October the 8th? Uh, I don't even think anybody in their fan base thought that. Is Kansas for real? That's that continues to be the question. Um, you know they they've done a good job of beating up on you know some pretty bad teams. I mean even Houston. Houston's looking. I don't think Dana Holgerson's going to make it to the Big Twelve. By the way, <laughs> but um, you know TCU's kind of uh, same boat. I mean they've got a little bit more of an impressive victory over Oklahoma, but. Um, That's going to be an interesting game to watch tomorrow. I lean towards TCU winning. Kansas is – Kansas reminds me a lot of Texas Tech, like the 2015 Texas Tech team. They have a really good quarter – they have a really good quarterback, really good offense in uh, Jalen Daniels, but their defense is horrible. And, you know, what what has helped them is – they started the Big 12 season with the two worst Big 12 teams. Um, you know, I, th- I think that what are the two worst Big 12 teams in, in um, West Virginia and, and Iowa State. And, you know, they've been able to build up, build up a pretty, uh, pretty impressive undefeated record right now. I think they're going to come back to earth in this next part of the schedule. Um, but they still got a chance, I think, to get themselves if they they got to just get to six wins and then they're in a bowl game. So, and I think that's certainly going to be possible. Let's hope they don't beat Tech because <laughs> that is still one of the games I circle as a Tech win. But um, I, I think tomorrow TCU probably ends the undefeated season of Kansas. And now we got to figure out is TCU better than we think they are? Um, I think they probably are better than we think they are. Do I still think they're going to be upper upper tier of the Big 12? No, not necessarily. Um, I, I think, you know, they're, they're still going to be probably middle of the pack. And 
you know, I still view that uh, game. I view that uh, game with uh, Texas Tech as a potential um, win for Tech because it's going to be a home. It's essentially going to be a home game for Tech, and we've seen how Tech plays at home. So, um, so that'll be interesting. We got Farmageddon tomorrow as well. Iowa State taking on um, Kansas State. And, you know, I, I just think Kansas State's probably going to blow the doors off of them. Kansas State is, I mean, Iowa State, I knew they would take a step back last year, but or this year, excuse me, but I did not foresee them being as bad as as they are. And so uh, they've they've got some issues that they've got to they've got to figure out. And I just think they're that, you know, they they they've taken a huge step back this season with with everything. So, you know, Baylor is idle this week and you know, they they pretty strong pretty strong solid game in that that uh, Baylor um Oklahoma State game. I think what's bared out so far, a Baylor to me is still a little bit of an unknown. I still would put them in the upper tier of the Big Twelve, um, but you know, the BYU loss doesn't seem as impressive anymore after what BYU did at Oregon. Um, I still view that Tech Baylor game. I think that's another winnable game for Tech. Um, you know, and maybe you might be thinking, well, Chris is drinking the Kool-Aid on Tech. No, I, I like I said, I still think 6-6 six and six is probably the most realistic um, ending record. But, uh, you know, looking at this second half of the schedule, I do think there are some more winnable games on this schedule. And, I, um, you know, I think I would put Baylor in that winnable, winnable game. Um, you're at home. And I think already Joey McGuire has has built a great home record, and I think that's going to continue. Um, and it's going to be a very wild weekend for Tech. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to be in town to be, uh, get the um, to be inducted into the Ring of Honor, and they announced yesterday that's going to be a sellout. Which, by the way, you know, Texas, we can sell out our stadium without you coming. We prove, we've proven that before, and we proved it again. So, um, you know, I, 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 Baylor to me is is gonna be interesting to continue to watch. We could see a Baylor Oklahoma State rematch in the Big Twelve Championship game, especially with Oklahoma falling apart like they did. Um, but I would, my feelings right now, um, as far as the Big Twelve Championship. I think um, it will be Oklahoma State will be one of the teams, and then it's going to be an interesting toss up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a I don't know how much on a limb I'm gonna go out on, but I think we're gonna see Kansas State in the Big Twelve Championship game, and but I think ultimately Oklahoma State wins. I think they I think they are the best team in the Big Twelve um, right now. So. That's college football talk. Let's kind of shift gears and let's talk a little bit of NFL action. Both the Cowboys and the Chiefs won this past weekend. Um, you know, Cowboys, you're playing the Commanders. They stink. <laughs> so um, that's not really that big of a surprise. Um, you know, Chiefs, um, they basically, they had, a, they had a pretty impressive win against Tampa Bay. I don't view Tampa Bay as that good either but um you got it done Kansas City and especially after the 
you know, laying the big fat laying of an egg against the Colts two weeks ago, that was a huge win. So um, on tap this week, we got the Cowboys and the Rams. Um, I, this is an intriguing game just because, you know, the Rams are really struggling right now. You know, the Cowboys have been able to get wins with Cooper Rush's quarterback, and I think there's a potential to get a win this weekend against the Rams as well. Now, let me be clear. I don't think the Cowboys are a very good team. Okay? But here's the deal. I don't think there's really a good team in the NFC. Um, That's... The NFC is going to be – both conferences are going to be intriguing for different reasons. The NFC is going to be intriguing because there's – it's just going to be interesting who who comes out of there because I don't think any of the teams are really, really that strong. You know, Tampa Bay has been up and down. I predicted them at the beginning of the year. I don't know if that's going to come true with everything going on. Um, off the field with Tom Brady, and I just think um, you know they've got issues on the offensive line. Um, you know, Green Bay. I think you know Aaron Rodgers is going to have a solid regular season, but you can't trust him in the in the playoffs. And uh, you know, I think that's going to be. I, I can't. I I I'm not going to pick them to win the NFC. You know, um, the Rams. Obviously, they're having struggles. Um. It could be this could be the Eagles um, going to the Super Bowl, and I hate to say that. Um, you could also see, I think, San Francisco. They've got a really solid, and I hate to say that too. Um, you know, they have a really solid defense. You know, and I, you know, yes, Jimmy G is not Joe Montana reincarnated or Steve Young reincarnated, but he's led you to one Super Bowl. He's led you to an NFC Championship. I don't see any reason, especially with the state of the NFC right now that he couldn't lead you to um, another Super Bowl. Um, I I don't think it matters who goes in the NFC just because I think whoever the AFC gets into the Super Bowl wins. Um, and then, you know, to me, the intriguing thing about the AFC is, again, it, the Chiefs are looking solid again this year. The Bills, I think they're they're obviously a really solid team. You know, Miami was good, and then the, the Tua situation, and they totally messed that up, by the way. And and hopefully, I hope Tua plays again just at some point because Miami really dropped the ball and really did a huge disservice to Tua in the way that they treated treated him and and, and the concussions that he was suffering from. But um, you know they were looking good. I think they're out now because of this, because of their own malfeasance, quite frankly. Um, but you know the Chargers. It's going to depend on how healthy Justin Herbert is. But I still think they're a solid team. You know, um, but the AFC is going to be interesting to watch, just because I think you've got you the best teams and Baltimore. I think is another good team as well. Um, I don't necessarily trust Lamar Jackson as much as some of the other quarterbacks in the playoffs, but they're still a good team. And so I think no matter no matter who comes out at the AFC, I think you gotta you gotta uh, have them uh, peg them as the favorites moving forward in the Super Bowl. So 
um, that'll, that'll be interesting to kind of monitor. But um, I think this week, if I had my predictions, I probably – can the Cowboys beat the Rams? Yes. But the Cowboys, they lay eggs a lot. I think they probably lose this week. And then you've got the Chiefs and the Raiders. I think that's going to be a really good game. Um, the Raiders always tend to play the Chiefs really well. I think the Chiefs pull it out in the end, though, on Monday night. So um, so we'll have to kind of keep an eye and see what happens. Um, other news this week, I'm trying to think of if there was any other kind of big uh, sports stories going on. You know, obviously – Baseball's in the playoffs now. Um, I really don't have a prediction on who's going to win. I have not been, I'll be honest, I've not paid a lot of attention to Major League Baseball this year. So, you know, any of the 12 teams can win, I guess. I don't know. Uh, So, anyway, but, and as far as other news, I don't think there's any other, uh, you know, college basketball started practice. We'll talk more about that down the road. Um you know, they're still a Pac-12. I think there will be for a little bit while longer. And, um, yeah, that's that's really pretty much it as far as sports news this week. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, it'll be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter, tip of the week. And my tip of the week is going to, um, I thought about this last weekend when I was in Fredericksburg for this family wedding and getting to see a lot of family members that I have not seen in many, many years. And the sad part about that is the last time that I saw many of these family members was for a funeral. And it it got me to thinking that, you know, too many times, the only times that we see some family members is at events like funerals. And, um, you know, I think what my tip of the week this week is, we need to make an effort, and I'm talking to all people who have family members, and really you can extend this to friends as well that you don't see very often, but we all need to make an effort to get together with our family and get together with friends that we don't see very often for happy occasions. Um, you know, it like I said, it it stinks when the only time you see family members, some family members, is when there's a funeral, um, you know, get together for happy occasions. You know, that was, that was part of what was really great about last weekend was, you know, it was a happy occasion. Uh, we had a beautiful scenery. I mean, you know, the, like I said, the, they need to pay me f- for them to advertise, but the, that that co- the country in cottages, Frederick in Fredericksburg. Um, I mean, the deer, would run across our cabin. Um, you know, I got a really good video of the deer. Um, I got woken up Sunday morning by cows mooing. That was hilarious. And I mean, I mean, just, it was a very nice, um, very nice, um, you know, staying arrangements, but you know, 
it was just good to be around family members that you only see on sad occasions. And, you know, I think we just all as, as human beings, we need to make a better effort of, you know, reaching out to our family. And, and like I said, friends that you don't see very often, um, you know, life is short and, you know, I've learned that obviously through the years, obviously I've learned that this year with, um, you know, losing, losing my aunt Carol, um, you know, as unexpectedly as that was. And, you know, life is short and we need, we need to take the opportunities to be with the people that we love and the people that love us, um, you know, on happy occasions. So that's the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. I will come back. To, um, I'm hoping to come back tomorrow um, in the evening and I will record a Texas Tech Oklahoma State recap episode. And then um, next weekend, I'll, I'll record again. Um, normal, a normal episode. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. I have a three-day weekend. So um, happy Columbus Day. <laughs> I had to get that in to trigger someone. Um, but happy whatever, you know, your your woke uh, school district celebrates. on. I hope you get off Monday. That's the bottom line. Um, because we're at seven weeks to Thanksgiving. Just saying. So um, anyway, I hope everybody has a great weekend. I will see you tomorrow night with our Texas Tech Oklahoma State recap. And then I will see you next Saturday with our normal episode of The Chris Carpenter Show.